بسم الله الرحمن السلام علیکم اینڈ ویلکم ٹو دیز براڈ کاسٹ براڈ ٹو یو بائی دا لاہور اینڈ یور کمیونٹی ٹوڈے اٹ از وینسڈے دا ففٹینتھ آف ڈسمبر Two hundred and eighty-four, and uh, these days we are looking at the meanings of the words of chapter two, verse ninety-six of the Holy Quran, and this is the sixth broadcast dealing with the words of. Uh, this verse of the holy quran first apologies for not being able to uh, bring you these broadcasts for the last two days uh, this has been due to circumstances beyond our control um, but the uh, rest assured we hadn't forgotten about you and uh, we returned as soon as it was possible just to remind you that uh, the lahore amdia community was created by hazrat mirza ghulam ahmed and uh, <clears throat> he taught that uh, although muslims believe that after the holy prophet muhammad another prophet shall come this cannot be because the holy quran says that the holy prophet muhammad was the khatmun nabiyyin and the holy prophet explained that by saying la nabiyabadi there is no prophet after me so there cannot be any prophet an old one or a new one uh, uh, in uh, among the muslims but the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam also said that uh, when the ummah and in fact he was asked this by the companions what will happen if there are not going to be any further prophets what's going to happen when the ummah goes astray and the holy prophet said well if that happens then god will send reformers and under his guidance they will explain to muslims how they have strayed from the correct path or in correct understanding of the uh, teachings of islam and the holy quran and so on. Of course, 
this will lead to disagreements and uh, although our brother Muslims are very keen and uh, hastily start calling each other kafirs and so on the Holy Prophet had said that if one reciter of the kalima says to another reciter of the kalima that you are not a Muslim, you are a kafir, then the person saying it is closer to heresy. This was how strongly the Holy Prophet Muhammad disliked and disapproved of this uh, kafir making, heretic making. Similarly, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed said that although people believe that part of the prophetic revelation has been missed from the Holy Quran, like Ayah Rajam and Surah Walai, this cannot be. Because God said, I have revealed it and I will guard it. So, if God is guarding the Holy Quran, how could anything be missed out? Similarly, other people believe that uh, some of the Quranic verses are abrogated. Shabaliullah writes that uh, people believe up to 500 verses of the Holy Quran. In fact, he says more than 500 verses of the Holy Quran are abrogated, but I've investigated. And it's only these, I think he says five or seven, I can't remember, which are abrogated. But Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed and the Lahore MDM movement strongly stressed that no verse of the Holy Quran was, is, was abrogated, is abrogated, or shall ever be abrogated. The Holy Quran is perfect and all of its commands apply. <clears throat> and uh, our brother Muslims believe that jihad simply means taking the sword, not worrying about our own character, not worrying about our own actions and mode of behavior. But simply taking the swords and unless non-Muslims agree to recite the kalima to cut their heads off. This is not jihad. The Holy Prophet, when returning from a battle, said that Muslims were returning from the major jihad, from the minor jihad to the major jihad. And he was asked, What's the major jihad? And the Holy Prophet said, Jihad bin Nafs. A struggle to control your own vain desires, etc. And Hazrat Sahib stressed that this jihad continues and it's a duty of every single Muslim to take part in that jihad and to try and control their evil desires, greed, enmity, backbiting, you know, the list is a long one. It's mentioned in many places in the Holy Quran. And you and I, we both know it. And I 
need not repeat it. So let us go to the uh, <clears throat> go to chapter two, verse ninety-six, that we are uh, continuing to deal with. Auzu billahi min al-shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. وَلَتَجِدَنَّهُمْ أَحْرَفَ النَّاسِ عَلَىٰ حَيَاحِ وَمِنَ الَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا يَوَدُّ أَحَدُهُمْ لَوْ يُؤَمَّرُ أَلْفَ سَنَحِ وَمَا هُوَ بِمُزَحْزِيَقِ and you will certainly find them the greediest of people for life. Greedier even though, uh, uh, greedier even than those who set up gods besides Allah. One of them loves to be granted a life of a thousand years, and his being granted a long life will, in no way, remove him further off from the chastisement. And Allah is seer of what they do. <clears throat> so today we are going to look at the two words, alafa and sanatil. So let's go to our computer notes. Well, my computer notes. Where are they? There we are. The um, the first word, its um, root is Hamza Lam Fa, and it occurs in the Holy Quran twenty two times uh, in four different forms. The most common form is the noun Alf. 14 times as the noun alf, 5 times as the verb allafa, twice as the noun ilaf, uh, and uh, once as uh, muallafa, muallafat. So these are its forms and uh, in the verb form that we mentioned it stands for bringing together to join together to reconcile and we'll see how that leads to other meanings in a bit it also means a thousand 
like a thousand years, etc. It also means being inclined to doing something and it also means uh, familiarizing and securing. As it says, uh, chapter 166, verse 1, Li ilafi Quraysh. Ilafi him, rikhlat shitai wa That's in the second verse. So, <clears throat> oh. Uh, let me erase the right page. Here we are. Right. Al Al Alif Al Alif is the first letter, the name of the first letter. And uh, Al Alifu means to gather together, to come together in friendship, in familiarity, in harmony. So the word Ulfatun means love. And this word Ulfat, not Ulfatun, but Ulfat is used in Arabic and so on, in Urdu, etc. to mean the same thing. And uh, <clears throat> it's used in with this meaning in the Quran as well. In chapter three, verse hundred and three, is kuntum agda And you were enemies. Agda you were enemies. And what did he do? He put love of each other in your hearts. if you had access to the riches of the whole world and you used all of that wealth, all those treasures to make them love each other, you would not have succeeded. God is saying that, you know, what I've done, it, it's a miracle that these people who hated each other, who were each other's enemies and so on. I've made them not just friends, but love each other. Then we have the word Mu'allafun. And that's used in Urdu as well. And it means 
uh, a compendium, a collection. You know, you take different things and you collect them together. And sometimes when uh, an author, write, rather than writing something different and original, takes ideas from other people's writings and so on and puts them together, then on the cover it says whatever the name of the book is, Muallaf, the one who created the compendium. But it has to have some kind of a sequence. I mean, you know, like if you take a book of alphabet, you can't have A and then X and then C and then M and then B and, and so on. There has to be a sequence generally from old to new, the oldest to the newest. So <clears throat> we have in chapter 9, verse uh, 60, وَالْمُؤَلَّفَةِ قُلُوبُهُمْ And to satisfy, bring together their hearts. What that means is to sort of um, consider what is good for people. Um, so that uh, they join that group about which the Quran says Law an fakta ma fi ma fil ardi yami amma allafta bayna kulubihim and that is that they become sincere Muslims they become a part of the group who have love for each other in their hearts. And Al-Alfu, that is 1000. Why? Because numerically you have um, units, tens, hundreds and thousands. And uh, a thousand is the first time, the first number where they all come together, units and tens and hundreds, and of course the thousand. <clears throat> so this is why the word is used for that. And some people say this is why Alif is the first letter of the uh, uh, alphabet. So let's see if there, are, if there are more notes somewhere. Um, <clears throat> and uh, that's about all I was looking at some more notes but uh, they're just repetitive and uh, repeat uh, what they say um, but uh, remember this that um, 
you know, uh, you are now brothers. God has put uh, love in your uh, hearts. In chapter 3, verse 102, I think it is, that it says that that is a blessing. So love itself is a uh, blessing, particularly when love is created amongst the members of a community. And they all love each other. I remember someone told me uh, an incident that uh, <clears throat> our current me, Dr. Abdul Karim Said Pasha, his grandfather had just, uh, they lived in a village outside uh, Abdabad uh, and uh, surrounded by a jungle and so on and he just finished his Isha prayer and someone said I have a letter from you uh, for you gave him the letter and the letter was from an MD who said I need to see you so he uh, sent word home that uh, something urgent has come up and he's leaving and he took his staff and he walked all night through the jungle and at Fajr time there was a knock on this man's door who sent the letter and he opened the door and he was astonished to find this person I think his name was Hakim Muhammad Yahya standing out there and uh, he said you know how come you're here and he said well you know you sent a letter so how can it be that an md called another md and says i need to see you and that person goes home and goes to sleep rather than finding out what his brother wants that is the kind of love that god put in the hearts of the early Muslims for, for each other. And that is unfortunately what is missing now. On smallest things we start hating each other and fighting each other and God knows what else. But anyway, sad though it is, let us go to the next word. Sanatin and its triliteral root is seen, noon and wa and that occurs in the Holy Quran 20 times in three different forms or between three different meanings. 12 times as sinin and seven times as sana and once as sana. And uh, the noun, it means flash, you know, like the lightning that flashes. Um, and uh, <clears throat> it also means a period of time, a year. And uh, in a number of places it's used to mean year. Well, I've already mentioned that. 
so let's see what does it mean it's it's as i said uh, uh, triliteral root is seen known wow <clears throat> and asana it means flash of lightning um, and um, this word is also used or derivative is also used saniyatan uh, saniyatan um, uh, to uh, um, apply to beasts of burden um, that uh, take water from wells uh, to um, for the um, you know crops and fruits and vegetables and all this kind of thing so uh, <clears throat> there is some difference about uh, the basic meaning and and the root and so on but that's not the purpose of these to uh, go into these uh, uh, high technical uh, differences and try and justify one or the other but the purpose of these broadcasts uh, broadcasts is actually to try and see what guidance we can get from uh, the holy quran now the holy quran says arba'ina sanatan chapter chapter 5 verse 26 so for 40 years so you can see that the word is being used to mean a period of time that we know as a year sab asanina da the uh, the aba 1247 uh, that's seven years seven continuous years falafa ma'atin sini chapter 18 verse 25 300 years and it can mean you know many years or some years for example, in chapter 7, verse 130, talking about the pharaohs, the same word is used. And they were, uh, they had famine for some years or for many years. Um, and uh, they interesting thing i found about this word was um that uh, as i said to you it applies to those beasts uh, what happens is i don't know uh, uh, people certainly in india and pakistan would have seen this that you know you have a bull and he's tied to a contraption and he goes round a well and there's a wheel that goes round that uh, rotates with the rotation of the bull and brings up water which then is uh, taken down uh, a canal or something to uh, uh, for the crops and um, fruit trees and whatever else you've got now the whole thing is based on something going round something else now it and uh, what we find is that uh, we know that the sun is, is rotating on its own axis and we know that the earth is going round the sun 
Now compare that with the well and the bull going round it. So that is why the same or similar words are used for both. Asanata means one year. Why? Because in that one year, the earth orbits round the sun. And the sun rotates on its uh, uh, axis. There is also uh, a discussion that I don't propose to go into uh, from uh, based on the verses of the Holy Quran about the age of the prophets and so on. <clears throat> and uh, it is said that uh, Hazrat Nuv was uh, so many thousand years of old and uh, Lot was uh, so many thousand years old and so on and so forth. Now the difficulty and people say it means 50,000 years and, uh, uh, and so on and so forth. Now the difficulty is that we don't know the measure of time that these people had. You see there are two things actually. If you look at the time period for which traditional religious people say the earth had been created, that is less than if you add up the ages of all these prophets which are mentioned here. So there is that contradiction. But then the other thing is, we don't know what measure of time they used. You see, having, you know, uh, uh, in this country, we used to use yards and feet and inches and across the uh, the water, they used meters and centimeters and millimeters and what have you. So we don't know whether their year was the same year or the word year that they used was for the period of time that we call a year. Um, I mean, supposing they use the word year for one week. And if a 10-year-old child died, and you'd say, you know, at that time, you'd say he was, he was only 520 years old because he'd lived on this earth for 520 weeks. Now, because they use the word year, 520 years, we reading it now would think, God, that must be an old man. And now let's take this further. Supposing someone uh, dies at the age of 50. Then what happens? 520 times 5. That's over two, two and a half thousand years. Well, but the point is this. That the time period being mentioned is different. So <clears throat> it may be that. I don't know. I'm just putting uh, an explanation forward. Uh, but my point is this, that Quran is a book of guidance. It's not a book of history that we should try and get uh, accurate uh, historical chronologies from this and so on and so forth. It's a book of guidance. I mean, some people like to uh, 
take uh, scientific the scientific facts from the Holy Quran. Yes, the Quran has, uh, by way of passing, mentioned uh, many scientific facts. But, uh, you know, it's not a book of physics or botany or zoology or uh, uh, astronomy uh, and so on. It mentions these things, by the way, to establish God's existence and the truthfulness of the Holy Prophet Muhammad Now, apart from that, the Holy Quran is a book of guidance and we should treat it as such. So with that, I'm told we've slightly <clears throat> gone over our time. <coughs> I take my leave of you and inshallah, God willing, we'll see each other again uh, tomorrow. Until then, whoever you are and wherever you may be, I pray that Allah keeps the whole of humanity safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, Khuda Hafiz, goodbye.